Welcome, crypto fam, to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. And congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. We just broke out above 47,000, hitting a 22-month high for the Bitcoin price action. And this week is just getting started. 2024 is going to be so lit. I can't wait. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as the largest e-commerce Japanese giant to allow Bitcoin payments Let's go. Also, SEC reissues crypto FOMO warning amid hope for the spot Bitcoin ETFs. In fact, the chairman, Gary Gensler, even shared a thread. Bullish. Also in today's show, spot Bitcoin ETF fee war begins. Issuers amend their S1 filings with lower sponsor fees. I'll be breaking all this down for you. As well as Plan B, creator of the Bitcoin stock to flow model, expects a nice little 10x for Bitcoin as several indicators start to turn bullish. I'll be sharing his outlook for 2024. Also, breaking news, Max Kaiser raises doubts that the Bitcoin ETF approval will lead to the confiscation of all uh, ETF Bitcoin. In fact, quoting him here, you are not protected against government seizure and the U.S. government plans to seize all the Bitcoin ETF Bitcoin in the interest of national security. We'll be discussing this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Today is a historic day in Bitcoin. And shout out to Never Quit. Appreciate you as well. Today is pod episode number 1516. Today is January 8th. And I'm your host, JV. It's a big day because we just broke above $47,000. We haven't seen a price action like this in almost two years, 22 months to be more precise. So let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. Check out, oh, let me actually fix the screen capture for you. My bad. Sometimes it does that. I got to reset it. Let's see if this does the trick. No, that's not the right one. Let's see if this one does the trick. There we go. Appreciate your patience. So as you can see here, we got Bitcoin uh, above 47,000, pump about 6% on the day. We also have Ether, BNB, Solana, XRP, and all the major cryptos pumping and in the green. And zooming out on the monthly to get a more broader perspective. You can see Bitcoin up 6%. We got Solana up almost 32% and BNB up 28%. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the current crypto market cap sits at 1.73 trillion with roughly 84 billion in volume for the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance on the rise, baby, 53%. How high do you think this number will get uh, this cycle, 2024, 2025? Let me know. The ETH dominance has been pretty stagnant, currently at 16 0.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got Clay up 38%, followed by ICP up 16%, followed by Bonk up roughly 16%. And below that, Injective, Stacks, Woo, Render, and Ordi. Now, which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for this bull run? Please do let me know in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective on the daily, as you can see here. Overall, the majority of the alts are in the green and pumping. Pretty impressive gains overall. And zooming out on the monthly, you got major gainers, some up even over 100%. And checking out the Crypto Green and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 71. Greed, yesterday 71, last week a 65, and last month a 73. And greed. So there you have it. 
My crypto fam, my question for you, when 50 Gs? Are we going to get 50 Gs this week off the back of the ETFs all being approved? Let me know your thoughts. Anyways, fam, I love the, the chat, so keep it coming. But let's dive into our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the charts where the price action is likely to go next. Just note, this article was published right before the pump, and so we were just north of 45,000. And right now at the time of this live stream, we're now just north of 47 Gs. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Uh, data from TradingView tracked close uh, 3% daily on Bitcoin's price gains. And we have now doubled that. We're now up roughly 6% on the daily. Quoting, an analyst here, ETF speculators aren't going to be happy if an approval doesn't come today, but the word on the street is Wednesday. So within 48 hours, fam, stay patient, is most likely the day. And this is coming from material indicators he shared here on X. That means you should be prepared for another potential flush. Whales want to shake out the weak hands and buy lower. And we're already pumping. So material indicators referenced last week's liquidations, which removed a large portion of the open interest as leveraged long Bitcoin positions unwound. And at this time, Bitcoin futures open interest stood at roughly 407,000 BTC, up more than 8,000 on the day per data from statistics resource, Coinglass. And shout out to Passport uh, Bachelor. I appreciate the super, says the best Bitcoin pod. Much love from Manila. Shout out to Manila. That's in the Philippines, right, fam? Responding financial commentator Ted's Talk Crypto queried whether the size of an increase preempted an early ETF decision. Coinglass itself, meanwhile, pointed to ask liquidity, increasing immediately above the spot price, representing what could happen should the market move more rapidly to the upside. And lo and behold, precisely what is happening. Meanwhile, well-known Bitcoin community names maintained a cautious tone despite the increasing confidence that the ETFs would launch HODL not an advisor to Bitcoin Custody Service, the Bitcoin advisor, saw further unreliable price moves to come around the decision, as he shared here. I will be surprised if there are no more price shenanigans related to the ETFs. Any previous time where people have been this much in agreement on imminent bullish price action, there have been expectation rug pulls. Now, don't trade low time preference. Well, we didn't get a rug pull. We actually got a pump, which is interesting. And James Van Stratton, research and data analyst at crypto insights firm Crypto Slate, meanwhile, spied a 1% price decline for gold as a potentially timely event, considering whether the market participants might be rotating into Bitcoin. I mean, when is Peter Schiff finally going to capitulate and get that old school precious metal into Bitcoin. It's about time. And check this out. Breaking news just in before I went live. Uh, Vanek, major asset manager, bought 72.5 million Bitcoin, worth of Bitcoin, to seed its Bitcoin ETF. Maybe this is a part of the reason on why we're pumping like we are right now. Asset managers are seeding their ETFs in real time. Let's freaking go. If you're getting value, smash the like, pump the stream. I appreciate it. And without further ado, let's dive into our next story of the day. Big news coming out of Japan. In fact, the largest e-commerce platform in Japan is going to be accepting Bitcoin payments. Let's discuss it. Makari, one of the largest Japanese e-com platforms, will allow users to purchase its flea market app listed products using Bitcoin starting in June. And according to the report, the e-commerce platform will facilitate Bitcoin transactions via its Tokyo-based crypto exchange subsidiary, 
Melcoin. The prices of listed items in the flea market app will be displayed in Japanese yen with an option to pay in Bitcoin. Vendors and sellers will still receive the paid Bitcoin in local fiat currency as the marketplace will convert the Bitcoin through its exchange partner in real time. Now, Makari is one of Japan's largest consumer consumer e-commerce marketplaces with roughly 22 million monthly users. That means 22 million active users are going to have access to BTC. Let's go. The marketplace was launched back in 2013 and in five years became the largest community-based e-commerce platform in the country with a 94% usage rate. Wow. Kind of like Reminds me of Amazon in the U.S. The platform posted a profit of 2.8 billion yen, almost 20 million, in the third quarter of last year. And offering the option to pay in Bitcoin could encourage further adoption of Bitcoin in the tech-savvy nation. So shout out uh, Japan. And how many of you tuned in right now are in Japan? Let me know. Over the years, Makari has embraced crypto on its platform. Recently, the firm launched the Makari Bitcoin Crypto Trading Service, allowing users to buy and sell Bitcoin using proceeds from sales on the platform. The e-commerce giant's loyalty program is crypto-centered as well, allowing users to swap their points for cryptocurrency. Japan is considered a pro-crypto nation with better regulations for businesses to operate and offer their services to customers. This has helped the e-commerce platform to become uh, ghetto, uh, gateways for crypto adoption in their country. And apart from Makari, we also have Rakuten, another prominent e-com platform, which has also been pro-crypto for a long time, allowing users to convert loyalty points to crypto and developing a native NFT token platform. So there you have it. Japan adoption. Let's freaking go. But without further ado, let's discuss what the SEC is sharing. Uh, they're telling you not to FOMO into this ETF, which ultimately means FOMO into the ETF. So here's the headline. SEC reissues crypto FOMO warning amid hope for the spot Bitcoin ETFs. And even the chairman himself, Gary Gensler, made a thread. Some things to keep in mind if you're considering investing into crypto assets. So let's break this baby down. Welcome everyone just joining the stream. The US SEC had reissued a warning about FOMO crypto investing just days ahead of the anticipated approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. In a post on January 6th, the SEC's Office of Investor Education again warned retail investors of the risk associated with digital assets, including meme stocks, cryptos, and NFTs. And on one of the first appearances of the Say No to Go to FOMO <laughs> blog, uh, amid a roaring crypto and equities bull market that saw Bitcoin, Ether, and many other alts reach new all-time highs by November 2021, the warning was issued again around March 2022 when the markets were cooling. So you can see the tweet here from the SEC. Uh, say no go to FOMO. <laughs> Just because others might buy a particular investment doesn't mean it is the right opportunity for you. Whatever you say there, bud. Several users across social media theorized the report could suggest the SEC will soon approve one or more of the spot Bitcoin ETFs that are currently awaiting a decision sometime before Wednesday, January 10th, deadline, which is now less than 48 hours. The warning mentions celebrities and athletes promoting crypto assets, urging investors not to make final decisions simply because popular figures were touting an investment opportunity. Quoting them here, you may see your favorite athlete 
entertainer or social media influencer promoting these kinds of investment opportunities, although it's tempting never to decide, never decide to invest based solely on the recommendation. Now, over the years, the regulator has slapped celebrities with fines and penalties for their role in promoting certain cryptos. On October 3rd of last year, we had Miss Kardashian agreeing to pay $1.26 million settlement to the SEC after being charged with failing to disclose that she was paid a quarter million dollars to promote a sham token called Ethereum Max to her 360 million Instagram followers. In fact, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather was also promoting that Emacs crap as well. He was rocking a hat, a shirt when he was doing his uh, boxing promos. I, I remember that. Now, additionally, the report warned investors of the potential volatility associated with assets that swing heavily due to trends and influencers, saying that while they can be appealing at first, losses often stack up quickly as the market moves on without them. Now, how would you feel if your investment lost 20, 30, or even 50% in a single day? The report shared. Now, the crypto industry is currently watching for the Bitcoin ETF space with bated breath. And we're going to actually be discussing the latest from Balchunez and Safeart. But first, I want to read to you this thread from Mr. Gary Gensler. He posted it here this morning, 11.40 a.m., January 8th. It already got 12.4 million views. Wow. Uh, here's what Gensler has to share. Number one, those offering crypto asset investments and services may not be complying with applicable law, including federal security laws. Investors in crypto asset securities should understand they may be deprived of key info and other important protections and connection with their investment. Number two, now investments in crypto assets can also be exceptionally risky and are often volatile. A number of major platforms and crypto assets have become insolvent or lost value. Investments in crypto assets continue to be subject to significant risks. And number three, fraudsters continue. Wait, let me do it in my Gary voice. One second, family. This will make for better entertainment. Fraudsters continue to exploit the rising popularity of crypto assets to lure retail investors into scams. These investments continue to be replete with fraud, bogus coin offerings, Ponzi and pyramid schemes, and outright theft where a project promoter disappears with investors money so there you have it my crypto fam coming directly from gary gensler beware of those hucksters and fraudsters <laughs> anyways let's get into this etf saga because here's the latest with the etf price wars uh just released today in fact there was this tweet from james safart who wrote wow this morning was wild for bitcoin etf filers here's the state of play on the fee war front the lowest long-term fee is Bitwise Investment at 0.24%, followed closely by Eck at a quarter of a percent. But we also have fee waivers on three for six months down to 0%, plus BlackRock waiver to 0.2%. So the fee war is on game theory in full effect. So the anticipation for the decision from the US SEC on the spot Bitcoin ETF continues as multiple applicants filed their final S1 form amendments January 8th, which is today. Valkyrie was the first company to file the final S1 amendment, followed by Wisdom Tree, BlackRock, Vanek, Invesco, Galaxy, Grayscale, and ARK Invest and 21 shares. Amongst the amendments, many of the applicants have also included lower fees, raising the bar for competitiveness between the various 
ETF offerings. The lowest sponsor fee for the currently filed ETFs is from Bitwise, with no fee for the first six months and the first $1 billion in assets, followed by a 0.24% fee. This is followed by ARK Invest and 21 shares, also listing no fee for the first six months or until $1 billion in assets, after which we'll enforce a fee of a quarter percent. As he points out here, Balchunas, wait, ARK just dropped their fee to a quarter of a percent in an S1 file 20 minutes after Black Rocks. Told y'all the fee war would break out and they even before they even launched. And this is without Vanguard on the mix. Damn. Damn, Gina. <laughs> the Bloomberg market analyst Balchunas called the drop in ARK in 21 shares fee from 0.8% to a quarter of a percent breathtaking. He said the fee war the fee wars are intense, but that's another level. Venek listed a quarter of a percent fee, Franklin Templeton a 0.29% fee, followed by Fidelity with a 0.39% fee. The global asset manager BlackRock set its fee for the iShares ETF at 0.2% for the first 12 months or until their first $5 billion, then hiked it up to 0.3% as the ongoing fee. And quoting Katie Greefield here, BlackRock's fee is finally listed. Final fee is 30 BP, but 20 BPS in the first 12 months or until the first $5 billion in assets. That's the new low, watermark. Now, on the higher end of the fees, we have Wisdom Tree coming in at a half a percent. Galaxy Invesco offered the first six months with no fee, followed by a 0.59% fee. We also have Valkyrie with a 0.8% fee and Hashdex with a sponsor fee of 0.9%. Grayscale dropped its fee from 2% to its newly listed fee of 1.5%, which currently comes in as the most expensive of the pack. Now, research uh, and market analyst Safart posted on X to be mindful that these are not finalized and said he wouldn't be surprised by even more fee drops. Again, game theory in full effect. Let's get it. Amid all the revisions to the spot Bitcoin ETF, Balchuna said it would be interesting to see if this influences crypto exchanges to respond with their own fee cuts before it's too late. What do you guys think? And cheers to uh, Master Hart, I appreciate you subbing to the pod. Balchuna has also posted a reminder that a temporary fee waivers historically haven't moved the needle much and that advisors tend to focus on the regular fees because they are long-term investors. However, he did say it could possibly matter in this case, given that all the ETFs all do the same thing. As he shares here, let's read this uh, tweet here on X from Mr. Balchunas, the ETF expert. One quick note on the temporary fee waivers that we are seeing in the Bitcoin ETFs. Historically, this hasn't moved the needle much. One ETF back in the day actually paid you to invest in it until it reached a certain assets under management mark, but no one cared. Advisors focused on regular fees since they are long-term investors. That said, given all the ETFs, I'll do the same thing. Maybe it will matter all else equal. We shall soon see. What are your thoughts, fam? And as the final amendments come in, the next stage in the decision-making process is anticipated to be voted by the SEC commissioners. Markets have been forecasting the debut of the ETF on or around January 11th. So let's talk about that. What if we get the approval Wednesday and then the following day, 24 hours later, they officially launched? That would be pretty fast. What are your thoughts on that family? Please do let me know. What it do, family? I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. We still got a lot to cover. So let's dive into our next story and discuss the latest with the stock, the flow model. The headline reads, Plan B expects a nice 10x. For Bitcoin, as several indicators start to turn bullish, here's his 2024 
Outlook. And if you're just joining us, be sure to pump the like. It helps out with that algorithm. Thanks, fam. Quant Analyst Plan B says that a 10x price increase for Bitcoin is in the cards as many of its key indicators have flipped bullish. In a new update, the closely followed analyst tells his subs that he doesn't expect Bitcoin to have diminished returns or lesser gains than the previous cycle due to the Bitcoin adoption still being in the early stages. Quoting him here, Bitcoin's growth used to be 100x in the first couple of bull markets, but lately that has slowed down a little bit to 10x, a little bit under 10x. I don't expect diminishing returns because we're at 2 or 3% adoption. And if we follow the logistic S-curve in Metcalf's law, we can't have diminishing returns below 50% adoption. So we'll have exponential growth for a couple of more years. I expect a nice 10x that brings it to somewhere in the $100,000 to $1 million Bitcoin range. Let's go. Plan B also looks at his model that aims to pinpoint the stages of Bitcoin's market cycles by analyzing the cost basis of the majority of the Bitcoin in circulation. And according to Plan B, Bitcoin is now crossing above the average cost basis of coins, which is the hallmark bull run signal. That's right. Quoting him again. So right now we have left the bear market of 2022 behind us. Bitcoin's price crossed all the cost prices. So a lot of people are in profit right now. And Bitcoin is above the cost prices and the cost prices are rising, especially the realized price, which is going up again, which is a hallmark signal of a bull market that is starting. Now, if you're in the green as a Bitcoin hodler, holla at your boy in that chat, put a one in the live chat. There, where will it bring us? Probably in the 100000 to $1 million area, if history is of any guide. And here you're looking at the Bitcoin realized price chart uh, brought to you by Plan B. And looking at the chart, the Bitcoin price appears to be hovering above its realized cost price, two-year realized cost price, as well as the five-month realized cost price. The realized price is the average price of all the Bitcoin in circulation calculated based on the price at which they were last moved. Now, there you have it. And to watch this more in-depth detail by Plan B himself, check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you go. Let me know if you agree or disagree with that uh, prediction from Plan B. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into our featured story of the day. Now for the moment you have all been waiting for. That's right. The latest from Max Kaiser. Max raises doubts that the Bitcoin ETF approval will lead to the confiscation of all ETF BTC. Quoting the high priest here, you are not protected against government seizure and the U.S. government plans to seize all the Bitcoin ETF Bitcoin in the interest of national security. So let's break this down and shout out to the high priest himself. He recently shared, and I actually did a show on this yesterday as well, and uh, I'm going to share some insights and some updates uh, today. But he also wrote, number. here's a a scenario that can play out. Number one, government seizes the ETF in the name of national security. Number two, before they send you your USD. Number three, price moves up $100,000. Number four, you pay tax on the gain from the payout. And with what's left, you buy Bitcoin at a price of $100,000 higher. Number five, the price crashes. And number six, you're now sitting on a net losing position from where you where you started. Now, there was also this headline, Bitcoin Maxi raises doubt of the government seizure of Bitcoin ETF after the launch. But I want to read some more tweets he shared uh, here this afternoon. Buy on the rumor and buy on the news. Well said, 100%. Now, uh, this is what James Safart shared in response to Max's tweet yesterday when Max tweeted, you are not protected against government seizure and the U.S. government plans to seize all the Bitcoin ETF Bitcoin in the interest of national security. Now, here's what the ETF 
analysts shared in response. Honestly, however, outlandish this prospect of this may be in my opinion. It is the first criticism of Bitcoin ETFs that I have seen from Max in recent days that I guess is technically true because he knows Max makes a great point. So here's some more insights. Spot Bitcoin ETF wrote, yep, technically true. It's just like gold. If you're investing because you are afraid of government seizure or societal collapse, you should put it in your bunker next to the cans of beans <laughs> and the 5.5 NATO rounds. If you're investing for other reasons, an ETF does a great job. So precisely, if you don't trust the U.S. government, then you would not invest in a Bitcoin ETF knowing what they're capable of. And I think they make a great point there. Now, uh, SafeArt responded exactly. If you want to hedge against societal collapse, the ETF is not for you. So there you have it, coming directly from the expert uh, himself. Now, someone asked, hey there, this completely novel take on money that removes counterparty risk. Wow, that's amazing. But you can put the counterparty risk back in for convenience sake. And SafeArt responded, what people fail to realize is that much of the institutional world prefers the counterparties and convenience sells, my friend. So SafeArt, you know, making some points there. Good little back and forth. Uh, what else did he share here? I think that was the bulk of it. And uh, in this tweet, Max shared uh, today at 12, 11 p.m., BlackRock is fiat gonorrhea. <laughs> to feed its diseased existence, it's inviting financial penicillin, uh, penicillin, Bitcoin. Satoshi is a genius. Long live the king. He also wrote here uh, the two immutable rules of Bitcoin. Number one, Satoshi wants individual sovereignty for everyone. Number two, or sovereignty for no one, just tyranny and putrid uh, kleptocracy. The choice is yours. So it's up to you to remember. Quick reminder, when you buy any of the Bitcoin ETFs, you're buying into an index product that tracks the price you don't actually own, any BTC. So there you have it coming from the high priest. Now let's dive deeper into this actual article. Max Kaiser has raised concerns asserting that the hodlers of the Bitcoin ETF are not safeguarded against potential government seizure. Kaiser alleges that the U.S. government has intentions to confiscate all the Bitcoin held within the ETFs, citing national security interests as the driving force behind such a move. Now, he also cited an excerpt from the Valkyrie Bitcoin Fund from the S1 registration statement that the U.S. federal regulator can force the trust to liquidate the Bitcoin of seize, impound, and restrict access to the trust assets. Kaiser argues that this would be very much against the decentralized nature of Bitcoin, but note that the spot Bitcoin ETF issue shares against the physical Bitcoin purchases. However, it remains with the designated custodians, unlike the self-custody. Recently, SEC veteran also criticized the Bitcoin ETF apps while referring to them as opportunists. Now, as uh, Alex Talk Tweets shares here, not likely, but not out of the realm of possibility. If you read the fine print, this excerpt is from the Valkyrie Bitcoin Fund Form S1 registration statement. Seizes, impounds, restricts access are outcomes we want to protect our wealth from. The real Bitcoin is superior. And then we had Bloomberg senior analyst Safeart noted, however outlandish the prospect of this may be in your opinion. It's the first criticism of Bitcoin ETFs that I've seen from Max in recent days that I guess is technically true. However, he added that one should refrain from investing in Bitcoin ETFs if they are having concerns about government seizure or want to hedge against the societal collapse. There's been a discussion about whether the Bitcoin ETF would be able to garner the same enthusiasm than the gold ETFs did. Also, whether they would be offering the same level of safety like the gold ETFs. Now, Bloomberg ETF strategist SafeArt weighed in on the comparison between gold ETFs 
and Bitcoin ETFs, asserting the gold ETFs face more potential issues, including concerns about impurities and fake bars which gold is notorious for, by the way. SafeArt emphasizes that a Bitcoin ETF, especially one with proof of reserves and transparent practices such as sharing addresses may present fewer risks compared to the gold ETFs. Now, one other user, Bitcoin Lens on X, countered SafeArt stating Bitcoin ETFs are much more easier to confiscate by the governments. A decree to turn over the keys to government Done. This is so easy to do. Will they be more tempted to do so? And responding, Safeheart said, I mean, of course, same can be said with Golden Vaults. It has literally happened before. Keep that in mind. It has happened. The Gold Seizure Act, 1933, fam. But nothing about the ETF is stopping you or anyone else from the matter from keeping your Bitcoin in cold storage. That is my point. So there you go. Cold storage for the win. Self-custody. If you have any concerns about your uh, Bitcoin being confiscated by the government through the ETF, because not your keys, not your coins. I preach that virtually every single day here on the pod. And as a bonus, I want to share with you another prediction. Economist Henrik Zaberg predicts Bitcoin will go absolutely ballistic this year in 2024. Here's the man's target. Let's just get right into it. The investor says he has a minimum target range of about 115000 per Bitcoin, expecting it to slightly sooner than most of the crypto bulls. And according to Zaberg, Bitcoin and crypto will likely witness a fantastic bull run in the first four months of this year. Quoting him here, Bitcoin will be going absolutely ballistic. Send it. I mean, it is going to go vertical. I think we will reach at least 115,000. That's my minimum target. I think 150,000 is also manageable. And I could also see 250,000 per coin. My guess here would be 150,000, but would not be surprised to see it only reach 115,000. So that's where I am seeing that. I am seeing a crypto run like nobody else. I mean, everybody who was not in the first round or the second round will now say, oh, I missed out the first two times. I'm going to be on in on this one. And when we start to see Bitcoin moving up above the current levels, here's what I think that's when, especially if the ETF announcement comes out or whatever is going to trigger of it. I don't need the trigger in my world. The structure tells me that we can see a very, very quick move. And again, driven by people saying, I want to be in on this move now. I was not in the NASDAQ last year, and now I need to be in on this, and I need to be in the small caps. So I think those riskier assets, which I also include cryptos and even Bitcoin, will be having a fantastic first four months of this year. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you feel will likely anticipate 200, 250,000 Bitcoin this year. Shout out to the top G's. I appreciate you subbing to the number one daily Bitcoin pod. And what's your thoughts on the government confiscating all the Bitcoin through the ETFs for those who actually give up their private keys? Let me know your thoughts, family. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL.